Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Well, I, look, I, I signed a, uh, a pledge to be on that stage to say that I support the Republican nominee. I remain confident, more confident after Wednesday night, that the Republican nominee will not be the former president. That I don't know about that. I really and truly don't, because I've been going through this polling that has taken place after the debate. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea what to make of it. No idea what to make of it at all, because it doesn't make sense. Uh, the how they're uh, the number of people they've got in the poll, the margin of errors don't make sense. The numbers are everywhere, and it seems like they're not even polling people who watch debates. So. What do I do with this? The question is, what are we learning on the ground? What are people saying? Tony Katz, good to be with you. Tony Katz today. Craig Robinson joins us right now. The Iowa GOP or Iowa G-O-P-E-R. He has run for years. Uh, the Iowa uh, caucuses has since left that behind, but nobody knows Iowa politics better. Uh, let's start with uh, the, the, the big one. The debates happen. Trump's not there. Trump does the interview with, with Tucker Carlson. That interview got Millions and mil- oh, well over a hundred million views. It is. Uh, it was incredible showing uh, for for Tucker. Um, in the end, did the debate move anybody in the state of Iowa? Well, I think it did. I mean, I, I again, you know, before the debate, we we had a conversation where, you know, this is. I thought this debate was interesting because it's it's really for who's the alternative to Trump, like. Let's narrow this field down. Who are the actual viable candidates that can challenge Trump or that could maybe challenge Trump? And I think people walked away from the debate saying, you know, maybe it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Maybe it's Nikki Haley. Maybe it's Ron DeSantis. And what I'm seeing on the ground, Tony, is that, you know, Vivek and DeSantis were both in the state late last week. Both had really good crowds. Both had really good swings. And so... I think it's safe to say that those two candidates uh, did themselves well with that debate. You're talking about DeSantis and and, and, and Ramaswamy. Yeah, that, you know, I I listened to Vivek. I, I followed uh, that debate. And I only think at, at the very end was he at his best because he got out of the uh, kind of needling and more into the conversation, even though he does bring up things that other people don't bring up. I mean, the hell, the whole conversation of fatherlessness. I mean, that's yeah. that's absolutely massive. And I thought he was speaking directly uh, to Iowa, directly to the Bob Vanderplatz kind of crowd, uh, really trying to make a, a bit of a play there uh, for an an evangelical vote, which, of course, Pence and Tim Scott were fighting over uh, as, as, as far as I uh, could see it. Um, but did did Iowa voters look at that debate and say Trump really didn't show up? I'm disappointed in him. That's going to change the way I feel. I'm going to look at somebody else now. Well, so I don't I, look. I think if you're in the Trump camp, you might have. I don't think you held it against him if he's not there. Now, if you are not in the Trump camp, if you're if you're saying, hey, we have to move on. We need someone else. 
then then your opinion is 180 degrees different. And I get that. Um, and so I think it matters, like, but who are we moving, right? So I don't know if there was a Trump. If you supported Trump, he did not debate. I don't think there's people shifting from him to someone else. And by the way, if they did, I think the only person they might say, well, maybe I'll look at this Ramaswamy guy, right? I think that's, I mean, because really Vivek filled the Trump void that was left in that debate in some ways in terms of being combative, being, you know, kind of how he was on the debate stage. And so, uh, but I don't think people are saying, well, I was for Trump, but now I'm going to vote for Vivek. I think Trump kept his base, kept his people. The question is, is how long can we do this? How many debates can he not, can he skip them all? Can he skip another one? Um, At some point, I think they're going to expect to see him on that debate stage. Talking to Craig Robinson, the Iowa GOP or I-O-W-A, that's Iowa G-O-P-E-R. I think part of the problem is with with the indictments, this is where the conversation of election interference comes into play. If you're going to tell uh, Trump that we're going to put you on trial March 4th, the day before Super Tuesday, you are influencing an election in that way. That's what's happening with the judge on this January 6th case from special counsel Jack Smith. And if anything you say can and will be used against you, anything that happens on the debate stage can be used against him, including a slip of the tongue. So I think he has to stay away from the debates. Well, yes, but I mean, in that sense, Tony, you'd have to stay away from the campaign trail. I mean, you've been to a Trump event. I mean, it's 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 like a WWE event. Nothing scripted. Anything can happen. Um, and so, and I think they would love for him to slip up and get himself into trouble. Um, and so, again, with the debates, I think it's a it's a it's a valid excuse of why not to debate. And and frankly, you know, I if I have a criticism or a concern about Trump today, it's that. He needs to be doing a little bit more in Iowa than he is, because now you're starting to see, I mean, we're in, we're a month into this kind of DeSantis engaging into this ground game. And, you know, Trump's not, you know, he, he popped into the fair Um, again in 2016, they did a really good job of doing just enough. Right. I don't know if this is just enough. And so at some point Trump's going to have to engage the electorate and, That'll be a test for them when they do. I think he needs to do a little bit more than he's doing. Uh, by the way, just so for for the sake of clarity, everything in the WWE is scripted. It's that <laughs> it's that a Trump event can go in 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 any which direction. But you know, all this brings us to these polls. I can take you from the Yahoo News poll up through what just came out with yeah. with Emerson. I'm here to tell you, none of this makes sense. And if I was Trump, I wouldn't have a level of concern at all. Because what I see is that the polling is, first of all, a lot of online polling. You take a look at, for example, the New York Post poll, which has Trump at 61 and DeSantis at 9. That's where it's at. But it's 1,800 people online and 534 of them watch the Republican primary debate. Less than one in three watch the freaking debate. And I'm supposed to believe that's true? Yeah. No, it's a really good point, and I and I, but I agree with you. If I'm Trump, I'm not concerned. I'm not worried. Um, you know, and I, I see a lot of these polls as like we're we're so desperate to figure out who won the debate, right? And where, where I think you can tell more if just like 
look at what's going on in, in these early states. Look at the crowds that are showing up. So, you know, I mean, DeSantis had big crowds in northwest Iowa, an area that Trump's not going to be strong in, right? This is where the Dutch conservatives are. These are social conservatives. DeSantis did really well, got a big endorsement up there uh, from a former uh, co-chair of the Republican Party of Iowa. Everything looks right from what you see, like kind of he had a, a steady debate performance, but no one really attacked him. You know, comes to Iowa, people turn out to see him. You know, Vivek was all over the news the following days of that debate. He's in Iowa, kind of all throughout the state, big crowds, lots of people, lots of interest. Um, the one that I'm anxious to see is Nikki Haley. Um, did she move in Iowa like we think she did in that debate? It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, so, so when, when I first— You've got to get your butt into the state after these big events so that you can reap what you— what you may be sowed in that debate. You know, I I watched uh, the debate and I watched Nikki Haley and I remember saying at the end of the debate, eh, all right. And I've gone back over it. I, I went back over it that night. She did better than... I really gave her credit for it the first, and she seems to have done better when you take a look at some of this uh, polling. The insider advantage poll put her in third place in the polling at 11% Ramaswamy at seven. But you take a look at insider advantage, and it is 850 likely Republican caucus and primary voters with a margin of error of 336 and you're like, likely Republican caucus and primary voters. So is this just Iowa, New Hampshire? Is this Iowa and the rest of the country? I, I, is this Iowa and, and South Carolina? I don't know right. what to do with the number. And then you take a look at her in other places. Yes, she did manage to to click up a, a, a little bit. But it's certainly nothing that's going to make Ramaswamy sweat. It's certainly nothing that's going to make uh, Donald Trump uh, sweat. But are you hearing on the ground that people uh, said, you know what, Nikki Haley did this well? And was it a defense of being pro-life or was it a defense of women in the conversation of abortion? Was it the abortion subject or something else? Well, I think I think a lot of it was um, yeah. Strong woman candidate. She's different than the men on the stage. There's there's that angle to it. I think a lot of it was foreign policy issues. And again, that's always a weird place, especially like in Iowa that, you know, I think that plays well nationally. But like when you start looking at how the pie is going to be sliced in this state, you're not talking about a, a big electorate. And again, you know, you have this, I don't know, in watching that debate, it seems like most of the candidates that were on that stage are, you know, all for unlimited funding of the Ukraine and all this stuff. And again, I don't think that's where the base of this party's at. And a lot of those people who, who are kind of fed up with that, they're already in Trump's camp. And, um, and you know, Ramaswamy gave them a, a, a spot to, to go to as well. And so I think Nikki Haley performed well, but as a viewer, as a voter, um, I wasn't really liking what she was selling, uh, if that makes sense. So you can do well strategically in a debate. You can do well for yourself, but I just don't know how well it's sold uh, for her. And that's why I'm waiting for her to get in the state to see kind of how Iowans react. 
one of the big conversation pieces, uh, we've heard uh, the former ambassador uh, and NSA, John Bolton, talking about this and and others, um, that, you know, if if Trump should actually be convicted, right, uh, Trump on trial, that really might change things. You know, even MAGA supporters aren't going to want to vote for somebody who's on trial or in jail. I have seen 0.0% proof of anything like that. Who's talking about the fact that if X, then Y, if Trump gets convicted during this campaign that, okay, the, the, the state of Iowa is ready to shift to somebody else because I take a look at Iowa polling. And while I don't have anything past uh, August 17th, an NBC News Des Moines Register poll, Trump was at 42, DeSantis was at 19, and you have problems with that poll, which I can appreciate, small sample size. Um, There's there's nothing that says that Trump is collapsing in, in the state, nor is there anything that says that Trump would collapse if convicted. What do you hear? No, I, I agree. And I actually think, Tony, that this guy could be not only on trial, but who knows? I mean, he could be sitting in a jail cell, and I think he could win the Iowa caucuses. I mean, in some ways, this is the biggest middle finger people could ever give to the establishment. Of Again, I mean, we've seen this with candidates like Bernie Sanders and Ron Paul and, and those types where – Oh, you can't vote for that guy. They're they're too far out, right? Or they're too libertarian. They're they're too liberal, right? Well, this is this is, and I think there are a lot of people who are like, oh, you tell me that Trump's not electable, that we can't go down that road. Well, let me show you. And and I mean, I just don't. I think there's an appetite um, to to fire back at the media, to fire back at the establishment, and say, well, it's great you think that, but that's not where we're at. And uh, again, I don't see any warning signs for Trump out there. Um, you know, I, I, I he is the front runner in this race, and he's been indicted four times. And the news media keeps expecting, you know, these Republican voters to wake up and say enough. And it's like those people are already supporting other candidates. Uh, what's left there? When you look at the base of the Trump support, I don't think they're gonna. I think it takes a lot. To, to for them to leave, and I don't even know what that looks like, Tony. You're talking about the other candidates, right? What what well, gets you know Tim Scott or Mike Pence out of this race? Well, right. I mean, part of it's got to be the result in Iowa, the result in New Hampshire. You know, when you see when you when when you see the results come in, and there's just nothing there. You know, how do you continue? And that'll that'll dry up funds. I mean the. Typically, the other thing to look at, too, for these debates is is who's raising money post-debate. Well, Trump was indicted on Friday and raised like $7 million. So yep. he didn't debate and then, you know, has this fundraising boost. And, like, this is where, like, the money's important to DeSantis, you know. He, he needs the fundraising blip. Did he get that in the debate? We don't know. And so, you know, these campaigns, they, they can seem well-funded in one minute. But they're so dependent on cash flow um, that they need these things like these debates to to keep enough gas in the tank to keep going. So, again, I feel like we're all – this year it's like, oh, my God, we have to have a poll to say who won the debate, which is new. And it's like before it was like you could just look at, hey, we had this debate and I raised $4 million the next day. And so that should tell you all you need to know. 
Uh, b- before I let you go, uh, so I have had a couple people. I- I've asked you this privately, and I'm doing it publicly. <laughs> I've had a couple people say, you got to stop having Craig on. It's clear that he's in the tank uh, for Donald Trump. Are you paid for by Donald Trump? Are you on the Donald Trump payroll? Have you have you even I've, I'm sure you've met the man. Do you get paid by the Trump campaign? I do not get paid by the Trump campaign. Uh, I, I am not on board with any presidential campaign. Uh, I am a I am an observer, uh, but I will always share my opinion whether people like it or not. Craig Robinson, Iowa GOP or Iowa G-O-P-E-R on the Twitter Xbox. Be sure to check him out there. Craig, always a pleasure, man. Uh, I have got more. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz Today.